0: Welcome everyone to the first episode of Tres C, uh, a little bit of a brother talk show where we are non-professionals, we don't know anything uh, deeper than what a fan knows, so it's just what we hear on the radio and we just want to get some mics in front of each other and talk about it. So uh, my name is Keone, I am the, uh, if you've heard my voice before, it's because I am the host of the Keone Chats podcast, and uh, to my left or just next to me is, What was your name again? Who are you?
1: Thank you, Keone. My name is Jack, and I am also known as Portland Digimon, Darko Crowley, Vegan Filipino, Jack underscore B-I-T-W. I'm on all over the social media, and I am excited here to be flanked by my brother, who has just generously given me tickets to a concert. Uh, so, you've been thinking about going to any concerts coming up?
0: Uh, you know, I haven't really seen... I mean, more comedians, because there's uh, Joe Coy. He's coming back. Cool. And then, uh, yeah, I actually saw that these tickets were available, I think, a couple a week ago or so. so, But I know I wanted to give you a little gift.
1: Or was the uh, Joy Coy, did that one, did the one happen before the pandemic ever happened, Or did that one get canceled? That one got canceled. Okay, so this is like the makeup. Yep. Yep. All right, but it sounds like you're also getting ready to see a football game. Not just one, but two. At the end of of the summer september what how do you feel about getting back to the games it sounds like they want full capacity how are you gonna feel there are you gonna be masked up still are you gonna try to social distance Are they're gonna try to cram it are you still gonna be a little bit diligent or are you
0: just gonna it's over for you so that game he is mentioning is actually the cal game which i will be going with you uh and then i will go be- to arizona uh, i Arizona? Yeah, okay. <laughs> my mistake. So, uh, Arizona. Bear down. And uh, September 25th, the Ducks against uh, the Arizona Wildcats in Austin Stadium. So, uh, I will be in attendance with my uh, my co-host here. And uh, that, and then I'll also be in attendance for the uh, Colorado game around October 30th. Times are still a little iffy, but... Um, so I'm not, I'm excited. I'm excited to go to that first duck game. Oh, it's still what you the... still gotta wear a mask. though. That's what I'm
1: wondering. Are you gonna still cover up? Are you still gonna be like it's like I need to protect myself right now? Or by September, you feel like it's uh, hopefully everyone's vaccinated by then, and
0: it's just back to who's uh, whatever. It's hard to really project. I mean, things are looking better than they were a year ago, but I yeah I'll still wear a mask traveling. And and we spent a lot of money on masks. Might as well wear them, right? Yeah. And it's allergy. New gene. Yes. Yes, exactly. Allergy season. That's why I figured masks would also be good. So I'll still wear it, but then when I'm like obviously eating, drinking, and uh, it's just when I'm stationary and not doing much, then I'll put it on because why not? All right. Why not? Why not? How you feeling about going to some duck games? Because I know you're. We're, one, we're locked in for one. You're uh, potentially looking at another one. It's interesting because – I was just at the food
1: carts working my side hustle today for some, uh, so I can spend money on cardboard stickers and crypto, but it's, it's overwhelming. Now people are out in droves and they're there and they don't really care anymore. They come up to the cart drinking. They think they're getting away cause they're just drinking a beer, but it's, it's still, you know, it, we, sh- we should still, uh, be taking care of ourselves and, uh, be socially responsible in that aspect. But, you know, I, I think that's, uh, I'm still going to wear a mask just because of allergies and just because I like to make a lot of uh, emotions with my mouth when I'm frustrated or think people are dumb, but eh, we're the dumb ones here because we're going to try to talk about sports. So let's get to it as we try to discuss the NFL, the NBA, some college football. Keone, please, let's start with the agenda.
0: Well, uh, actually, a good segue because you did talk about mask. The uh, Moda Center opened up again for game three of uh, the Trailblazers versus the Nuggets in the playoffs. So fans were allowed. Uh, do you remember? they the- were allowed before this, but now it's more of a more capacity before okay. they
1: had about 2,000 folks and that was just more friends and family, some sponsors. and that was about two or three games left in the season. Now this is the first game of the playoffs, and I think there was about 8,000 fans in the seats. No one was – there were still some folks courtside, but we've had been hearing a lot of bad fan interactions all over the NBA mm-hmm. with the, uh, the Philadelphia team. I believe they – someone spat at. Uh, one of the players, I don't know if you heard this. Oh, it was, um, I think <clears throat> Trey it was, Young. Yeah, Trey Young. Got spat on. And yeah. then uh, Russell Westbrook. Got popcorn thrown out. Got at him. popcorn thrown on when he was walking out because of an ankle injury. So, yeah. NBA players, they've been asking the NBA to control the fans. And of course, the NBA, they want money. They want the fan experience because that's what's going to drive long term live events. So, they want to give them the best experience, getting them close to the action. But the NBA players, they've had so much time away from having these crowds that now fans are getting a little too, and I think this might just be everyone just like there's no, there's like no uh, responsibilities. Folks are just like I'll do whatever I want now.
0: Oh, uh, so uh, you must have missed it, but the NBA found the person that spat and the person that threw the popcorn, and they're suspended indefinitely from any. Yeah, fa- any and games. I think them and their families too. Probably, probably. It's like that's just okay it's it's just why would you think that's okay even if it's not COVID time to like yeah. spit on someone well uh, now
1: they should just ban all fans from all like entrances and exits for players and
0: they can't get close to it and whatnot so yeah because the tunnel the players come out with to the court yeah that's usually surrounded by fans and all of them trying to get like high fives back then you know obviously prior to yeah COVID era
1: maybe next year i mean a lot of folks are thinking next mother's day that's when Things can really be comfortable again. Hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah. Now, so those NBA fans. No. Okay. So you were watching the game. At, we were both watching the game, but just at separate places because uh, we had some uh, stuff we had to do on the side hustle. But what were your overall assessments of how the Blazers performed in Game Three? They're letting it slip away. It's uh, it's rough to watch that
1: they go on cold streaks, and it, maybe it's a city, a state of Oregon, all the teams struggle coming out of halftime Oregon Ducks they always struggle in that third quarter the Blazers third quarter has been terrible for them and it was good to see them stay within five points of the the Nuggets but we should really be putting the Nuggets away they don't have their second all-star with them Jamal Murray from an injury yes Jokic is going to be the MVP of the season but we have Dame we have CJ you got Norman and Nurk And sometimes Carmelo, but it's just so streaky. Their offense, defense can keep it up, but if you're you're stopping them but not scoring, then you're always going to be behind. And that might just be with coaching. We've had the same. We've had new pieces added every year, and our coach still hasn't been able to produce a better team. It's the same thing. Definition of insanity: doing the same thing over and over again. And so, for Blazer Maniac. They're feeling pretty insane right now with the same results so again facing a team that they should be putting away. We should have a gentleman's sweep of uh, four to one, but you know, now we're hoping for a four to two win and hopefully it doesn't come down to four to three and play seven games and the other teams gets a lot of rest. Yeah,
0: and I I didn't notice that they were taking a whole lot of threes. When uh you know it's easier just to take like three four steps closer to the hoop and then just uh you know making a two point shot and make it closer than what it really should be and uh, at least I noticed as a fan I'm just you know it it's some part of me is like I feel like Dame is just uh, kind of made that standard of Portland's a good three point shooting team a little more prominent but in reality it's like Dame has great shots but you no know, he, he he's missed a few. But why is
1: like Robert Covington trying to take a three at this point? Why is Nurkic trying to take a three? Leave the three-point shooting to those, you know, who have the space, who have the time, and who have the confidence. You know, we don't need these other guys jacking up threes. Pass it some more and get the ball down. Get it down in the paint. Just attack. Yeah. But that might just be asking too much as a Blazer fan. and. We don't know NBA. I've never played basketball, really, so maybe there's something different. But from just the folks that I've talked to, something's got to change. Some of the mentality of some of these players, the coaching that brings that mentality needs to be adjusted.
0: I've always noticed that like, the Blazers were, to some degree, like the Cincinnati Bengals when they went to the playoffs back-to-back. I think Marvin loses second-to-last year with the team, like the third Red to last and second-to-last. And then... They make it but then they go against let's say the Houston Texans and they lose. They went against them twice, like back to back years, first round of the playoffs, and they lose. So it's like I feel like we can get to the playoffs, but we just can't seem to take another step further. Yeah, well, now that you're
1: talking about NFL, what is on the NFL agenda today?
0: So we again have some uh notice some some prominent points when it came to uh, the NFL. So we have uh, Julio Jones has been pretty big in the news lately. Uh, so first off, uh, we watched the Shannon Sharp and uh, Skip Bayless undisputed clip where Shannon Sharp, your former Bronco and uh, you know at one time Raven. What do you think? Do you think that it was, uh, do you think that Julio knew that he was on air or do you think that it was a, a kind of a rando call?
1: I think he did not know he was on air. The producer had to make sure. Shannon did mention it there. He's a, he's got to get back to Aaron. Julio kept talking, and it's funny too because I think Skip Bayless is a a Cowboy fan, so that must have felt like a stab in his yeah. the heart for yeah. him. But no, I think Julio at this point the the Falcons are gonna try to do try to do goodbye him, which means sending him to the AFC West, which. There's a couple teams there that we think might fit there, Broncos. You you want him to go to the Broncos? <laughs> hey man, we got Jerry Judy, we got Julio with the Alabama boys. Put
0: Judy in the slot. What kind of package would you put together for Julio Jones that the Bronc- That you think that they Atlanta Falcons? Well, of would course. Once we get it.
1: Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> they're not gonna need Drew Locke anymore. We send Drew Locke to Atlanta. We give. Uh, Green Bay, our first round pick, and Patrick Sertan get a Rod. Wait, but yeah. they got Jordan Love, so I guess they they're more moving to the Jordan Love era. Broncos, we get Aaron Rodgers, we get Julio Jones. It's Championship City, baby, Broncos. Okay, and so, Tampa
0: Bay. Hold on. So, you Bonks. want first move you think would be for the Broncos to trade for Aaron Rodgers? I mean, you do, The Broncos are known to have a plet- okay. They do have a plethora of wide receivers they can give up, like at least one, and then a cornerback, and then and probably like maybe a second round, for, for maybe yeah. first. I don't know. I'm just thinking about it. Drew
1: Locke would probably be a good uh, someone to take over for Matt Ryan though in that system because air- it's pretty uh, close to an air raid, isn't it? Yeah. Who's
0: their running back at Atlanta now? I mean, they they don't have Todd Gurley anymore. So I think they're. Oh, where are Todd Gurley go? He's a free agent. He yeah. could. So uh, a little bit and, and NFL uh, free agency news that Todd Gurley is meeting with the Detroit Lions, potentially reunion with uh, himself and Jared Goff. So they. <laughs> mean, that. Uh, yeah, Todd Gurley was. Uh, I've been. Yeah, you know, I heard that Todd Gurley wasn't the best part, best fit for the Atlanta Falcons, and uh, yeah,
1: not a good. Didn't help my fantasy team. No,
0: no, he did not do a whole lot. But um, so, so in your scenario, you're seeing the potential starting lineup for the Broncos being Aaron Rodgers as quarterback, and then you have Julio Jones, and let's say they trade Corlin Sutton to. He, he has a bum knee, and he's a big target, granted, but then you also have Jerry Judy, who could be a great number two, K.J. Hamler, who could be a wonderful number three, and then you have you know, Deshaun Hamilton. He's gone, but you do have at least – we have Tim Patrick? Down, I can't remember. I can't –
1: I don't know. The I whole. think I got Tim, Tim Patrick in there. Oh, yes, he did Tim some Patrick. time? He got some uh,
0: good play in there since Cortland something was hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I forgot uh, about K.J. Hamler, too. It's Tim Patrick. Ooh, when I played at the Broncos once in a while, man. He was one of my favorite players to throw to.
1: <laughs> yeah, but who knows? We might be in. We got to be in that championship window now with our defense, with all of our cornerbacks, even without Sertan, and put the put the offense there with it. Meet up with the Bucs in the Super Bowl and let's see what happens.
0: Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Does
1: does an Aaron Rodgers with the Broncos? Do they beat a Patrick Mahomes Chiefs? Yeah, you think so? Easily. Easily they can match up. Or do then, you think at the least they split the games? Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: And then the one in the playoff will just be a straight shootout, which would be great for the fans and yourself, who's a Bronco fan.
1: But also I heard that Mr. Julio Jones wants to play with Cam Newton at the Patriots.
0: True, true. And But is Cam going to even be the quarterback? Oh, no, I think so. I think so. I mean, Mac Jones, is the, he had some pretty – pretty throws in the OTA. He's, he's the future. We know that. He's the future. But, but what about I, right now? And Belichick hasn't had a first round since Drew Bledsoe back in the early 90s. So um, I, part of me is like, hold off on him. Just, you know, why why rush it? If he looks good in OTA, it's great. But Cam has two years. This is his second year under the system. So he should be able to operate significantly better. I mean, there was a whole lot of variables that did... Against him when it came to you know being a quarterback for the New England Patriots.
1: How long are we waiting till the uh, uh injury in Tampa Bay happens to one of the uh, wide receivers and all of a sudden Edelman comes out of retirement? Oh I no, I don't want that. He's probably training <laughs> down there. I feel like he's training down there in Tampa right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, from what I heard, you know, I heard the Michael Irvin uh podcast where Julian Edelman was a guest and he just said he's his knees done. He doesn't want to be that old man. He took a, a slight jab at Tom. He is like he is. He's happy that he got the three rings. He's a one team guy, and he doesn't want to be that old man, kind of hobbling around with some a bunch of mechanics on his. Yeah, blade. but the power so, of Tom Brady, though. Uh, I know, but you never know
1: when your your friends, your buddies, are be like, "Hey, man, like, come out, do a couple
0: snaps, get a ring, get another ring." We'll see. We'll yeah, see. Work I'd, for Gronk. I, don't, I mean, they just re signed Antonio Brown. So I don't know how much of a need it is. Because they also have Scotty Miller. And they also have Deontay Jor- Jordan. Is it like Tyler
1: Johnson. Johnston or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, we have his card.
0: So, uh, you know, we, we bring up the whole Julio potentially to the Broncos. There is a Bronco that was a, a one time Bronco for you guys that uh, is now back in the NFL as a tight end, Mr. Tim Tebow. Tebow! Tebow! <laughs> How do you uh, – I sent you some photos of uh, Tebow during – Oh, that was a terrible – OTA. <laughs> that was a bad catch. He's catching with his palms. <laughs> he still has to work on catching, but he, he looks – he's looking the part so far. But, again, he has to have the mechanics. How are you feeling about your former quarterback now tied in playing with his former college quarterback – College uh, head coach. coach. There you go.
1: Oh man, the Jaguars are going to be a hot mess. It's going to be an entertaining hot mess. And you'd think, of course, the Jaguars would be entertaining because who owns the Jaguars? Shot Khan. And? Is Tony Khan? Is he a. It's his son. I think he's his son, but is he a part owner? Yeah, of course. The Khan family. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And who do the Cons have with entertainment? AEW. AEW. So you're gonna get some great drama. You're gonna get some interesting storylines. It's it's writing for itself. Cody Rhodes must be back there helping him out with the uh, Cody Rhodes and Urban Meyer. Could you ever imagine those two hanging out? No, but with Tim Tebow as a tight end, in a position playing at the top, it's like the Olympics for a pos- of a, a sport. Just trying to find their way in versus. You know, taking a spot away from these other tight ends who've been doing it all their life—they got drafted. I mean, I, I think a Cole Komet all the time. It's because that guy was a beast for the Bears, right? Yeah. And now you're gonna have Tebow, who hasn't ever been a tight end, who's probably gonna try to be that kind of same tight end. Can Tebow even like block? He's gonna get ran over.
0: I, th- I think Tebow's—he's a, a great athlete. He, I think blocking he can do adequate at but i don't think he can be like the next gronk or the next kelsey or the next Kittle that can just knock a defensive end on his ass but
1: yeah i think he can do he can probably chip block
0: he's chip block yeah he
1: do some check downs i mean he knows how to think like a quarterback at least oh yeah yeah so he could always be that check down for trevor but trevor is so talented that he doesn't need a check down he's not like drew Locke or he's not like teddy bridgewater he doesn't yeah. need to just panic and throw.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, Trevor, he's known when he was at Clemson to just rip it down the field or run it himself for touchdowns.
1: Yeah. But Clemson, their athletes were way better than any other competition. Now, Trevor is on the worst team. Yeah. With, you know, he's got some decent weapons and protection around him. But that NFL clock is a lot faster. Those players are a lot angrier. Stronger, and this is their full-time job, yeah. coming at him. I just hope nothing uh, tragic, injury-wise, happens to him. Just like
0: Mister Joey One Leg. For those that don't know what that means, it's Joey Joe Bur- Joe, Burrows. Joe he did, Burrow. He did. He hurt his leg uh, to ultimately end the season against, I think it was Washington football team, maybe. Um, but so with the you know we try to keep this as a show. You know, comfortable 30 minutes with the last 10 minutes uh, maybe a little bit over so uh, we did mention at the top of the show that we are going to go check out the uh, September 25th game against the Arizona Wildcats so I thought it would be fun to uh, do a little uh, season prediction so we have uh, all 12 of the Oregon Ducks football games on a, a nice google doc so we can both reference it so we're going to split it up uh my brother takes six. I take six. We'll just, you know, think uh we'll do a quick rapid fire of uh how we think the ducks will do in the twenty twenty-one season. So uh I think just do uh alternate. What do you think?
1: Yeah. Okay. Kick it off, please. Ooh, so you want to have to tackle the hard game first, don't you? Probably. <laughs> All right, Fresno State with our first game at home. And new quarter or not new quarterback we're going to be having anthony brown under center i could see the ducks winning that by two touchdowns defense is still figuring it out fresno state will keep staying it for the first quarter ducks will start running away fresno state will be back into the third quarter ducks will run away with a fourth so i'm guessing a two touchdown win at home fresno state
0: all right and then on uh, the next week september 11th they are going to Columbus to face against the Ohio State Buckeyes. A little bit of a rematch from the Rose Bowl, about mm, five? Rose Bowl six. and the National Championship. Yes. so We've
1: we've only beaten the Buckeye. I think we've only played them four times. We've won one out of three.
0: So I think with both uh, Ohio State and Oregon having new quarterbacks, because Tyler Shuck is officially out of there. So I think it's going to be a shutout. But, you know, I think the Ducks... You know what? I'm gonna I think it's gonna be a close game. It's gonna be a close game for sure. Uh but I I think oh, ooh. So yeah, we don't
1: know the Ohio State quarterback.
0: Yeah. So I think I think it's gonna be I'm gonna play it safe because Ohio State does have great defenders. It's and a great home field advantage. Alive. Yeah, so I think the Ducks might take an L on this one. Uh heading into uh week three. going gonna give me a point spread? No. <laughs> Alright. Because I, I mean, it, I'm probably, I'm gonna say within six.
1: All right. Well, next game, Stony Brook. Regardless of they win or lose, that's a win. I mean, when regardless of they win or lose against Ohio State, Stony Brook, that's a win. I'm just gonna take the next one. So I actually have something to talk about. Arizona. Okay. Another school working on the rebuild. They have a new head coach. I don't remember who their head coach is because they fired Kevin Sumlin. That wasn't working out. Kevin Sullen just didn't care anything care anymore after Johnny Manziel. So Arizona, they're going to come back. They're going to start hitting people in the mouth in the Pac-12. I could see that one as a three-touchdown win.
0: Uh, the nuke. oh, that's right. Arizona Wildcats' new head coach is Jed Fish, former quarterback coach for the New England Patriots. Yikes. I forgot about that. Oh, that's lovely. Uh, what did we say? That was a win or a winner loss? Arizona? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's going to be a win for them because it's new coach, new system probably, new culture. I'm saying ducks by three touchdowns.
0: Yeah, and then uh, next uh, that following week they got Stanford October second. So I think with uh, Davis Mills, you know, everyone said that Davis Mills should have stayed another year because he's still pretty pretty raw at the quarterback position. Uh, he did come out pretty pretty highly ranked out of high school back in uh, twenty seventeen.
1: Is this at Stanford?
0: Stanford. Um I. Th- Think yeah, at Stanford. At Stanford, so they're playing away, uh, but I do think the Ducks uh, pull away with the victory on this one because uh, I think at this point they're very well tested. Again, I don't know what uh, Stanford's season is or the schedule is to that point, but I think uh, I think the Ducks do win this one, and I think it's going to be a two-score differential.
1: Mm. And now we get to Cal, which I'm guessing is at home. Yes. So Cal will be interesting because our defensive coordinator, who I can't think of their name right now, their defensive co- our defensive coordinator was Cal's defensive coordinator, and oh then one of our uh, co- Justin Wilcox is the Cal head coach. Yeah, but wouldn't one of our coaches, assistant coaches, go to Cal? I think. Ooh, I don't know. But- I think it was that one. One of the. Uh, People who really wanted the defensive coordinator job, but Crystal Ball went, got someone from Cal, the Cal the former Cal D- coordinator. And then someone from the Ducks went over there to become their defensive coordinator. Yeah. Anyways, so Cal defensive coordinator, now our defensive coordinator, we'll understand the Cal offense. Still gonna be a tough game just cause. Cal is up on the run. I think their quarterback is still there from the last couple seasons. Ducks also have not done very good against Cal, whether it's at Odson or down in Berkeley. I see the Ducks winning this by 10 points.
0: So the uh, Cal offensive head coach is Bill Musgrave.
1: Oh, so the former Duck, yeah. Uh,
0: former NFL coach. Or, uh ooh. Yeah, he spent about two decades in the NFL so in the college ranks including 13 seasons and a, as the offensive corner so there's some there's some experience there with uh, that addition so we said that they're gonna win that one yeah okay so UCLA the again chip Kelly's return uh, to face his former team
1: is it still a return I mean after so many years already it's just like yeah it's just chip Kelly now coming back to Oregon.
0: So uh we did see that last year the uh the starter for the UCLA Bruins he did not he didn't oh what was it he didn't play right so they had to start the uh, freshman oh yeah so i think though with the freshman at this point of the season where he has en- enough experience he's probably going to be a starter again we i don't know the UCLA uh roster very well we don't we we're, we're just fans of the Oregon Ducks so unfortunately i think Chip Kelly does get the last laugh. He does get the victory in this one. So I'm going to give the, no. I'm going to give the ducks. So now
1: we are at a. What's the ducks record now? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So you think they'd be five and two five going and two. into Colorado?
0: Yep. What do you? Th- how do you think that Colorado game is going to go?
1: So the Colorado game. I'm also trying to look at when they would have a bye week.
0: Oh, that's right. Probably. Ooh. Let's see here. Magic of Google. But do they even have a bye week?
1: Sure. But But going into Colorado, they're gonna beat Colorado. That's You think it's gonna be W the Colorado has some time some stuff to rebuild as well. Cause the uh, cause remember their coach left to become the Michigan State coach mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who came in. But that kid from Beaverton High School was that Colorado quarterback. Mm-hmm. So the let's go Colorado will win that one. Then Washington. That's a big game right there.
0: That is the – so the quarterback for Colorado is Sam Neuer.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. still? The kid from Beaverton.
0: Yeah, so he's a, a starting quarterback – and, yeah, so, so, uh, yeah, so the Washington game, um, you know, big big game, I've uh, had the pleasure of being in attendance covering the Ducks when they went up to Washington to uh, face off against the Huskies for, I think this was DeForest Buckner's senior year, so it's been a while, obviously, but. It's oh, it's a hard, it's a harding game. I think the Ducks will continue because we. How did we do last year against uh, Washington? I
1: feel we didn't play them because they had COVID. Oh, that's right. And then we got to the oh, Pac-12 right. championship game, and we won the Pac-12 championship game. So that was the controversy: is like, can you be the Pac-12 championship if you didn't even win your league? Yeah, but. Washington didn't really even win their league because they got they won stuff by default and they had really weird games.
0: So I think I think Huskies will be a little bit ramped up, but I think the Ducks are able to handle them because um, we might have lost some, uh, you know, Javon Holland to the draft, and we might have lost Brady Brees. But Brady Brees wasn't even playing last year, uh, so he didn't really take too much into consideration how the Ducks did in the 2020 season. So I think the Ducks will again. Uh, handle the Huskies fairly comfortably. So I'm going to give them a W on this one as well. So we got three games left. We got against uh, the Washington State Cougars, Utah Utes, and then the uh, no longer Civil War, now just called a regular football game against Oregon State. The Oregon battle. Oregon battle, right? right. Yeah.
1: Well, with Washington State, that's going to be second year under uh, head coach Nick something. Not Nick Kroll. <laughs> Uh, but the the former coach of Hawaii, so they're implementing more air raid. And the Ducks have a hard time playing against Washington, regardless of location. I think after a hard-fought Washington game, it's going to be rough for them to have a— it's, it's an opportunity for them to have a letdown. I think they still pull it out. It's going to be gutsy. This might be the chance where we start seeing the other quarterbacks starting to come in. The new kid, the set the the five star recruit who I also can't think of right now. We're
0: watching as a Cougar head coach Nick Rolovich. 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 Yes. Rolovich. So Ooh, oh, yeah, there's, uh, when
1: does Oregon start putting in that five star
0: freshman? Yeah. You know, uh fans of you know, first time listeners, again, we're uh Still figuring this out as we go. Oh, hey, research so. is
1: research. We we want to give the facts.
0: And uh, so, you're saying that we we take the W for Cougars against yes. the Cougars. Okay, so Utah Utes, very hard-nosed team. Uh, we might have beat them in the Rose Bowl. Nope, we didn't play Utah. Pac-12 Championship. Pac-12 Championship. We might have beat them Pac-12 Championship, um, but. They've always had this uh, hard nose very downhill type of offensive attack. So,
1: oh, but their offense hasn't done anything really since the those guys that were rookies last year with
0: what's the name? Zach Moss? Yeah, I think that was like two years ago.
1: Yeah, they haven't. They they were terrible last year. <laughs> <I'm> terrible last <laughs> because the new quarterback, a stagnant offense. It's, uh, it takes a while for them to develop.
0: Yeah. So, uh, see, you know, without knowing how their off-season went, I do think that the Ducks at this point of the season are still riding a very strong three-game win streak and continue it on into uh, a nice four-game win streak against the Utah Utes. I believe I think this one's still going to be a close game even though they uh are able to you know, they uh they might have had a bad off-season, but I think that they still I don't, I just, every time I think of the Utah Utes, I just think of, like, the power I, I think about hard uh, running down the field, and I just think of just gritty football. So, I think it's still going to be a gritty game, um, but I think the Ducks do squeak out a victory here. So, finally, the uh, Nuts, the Oregon Bowl, yeah, uh, that's what we're calling it, uh, against our Fellow rivals up north in the Oregon State Beavers. How do you think the Ducks will finish this season?
1: I think the Beavers are going to come out hard, honestly. The hard really? Beaver, hard Beaver, hard Beaver, and I think they take it another year. So that would be. I think the Beavers clip the Ducks from an opportunity at the Pac-12 Championship. Oof. 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 And but the thing is, the Beavers won't. This is will be their Super Bowl, and they're going to rise up for it. And they'll, Oregon is going to choke. They're going to, they're just, just going to hit a brick wall. Yeah. And it's going to hold Oregon back from being Pac 12 champions. It will send us to the second rate bowl or whatever it is.
0: Whatever. Yeah. Whatever it yeah.
1: will be. Who knows? And then it'll end up being Washington versus USC in the Pac 12 championship game. And I don't know. I, I'm guessing USC is probably going to win that. Yeah. And Oregon will go to, the second-rate bowl, maybe that is a New Year's 6 bowl because it might be top 10 by that point. But Oregon State is going to derail the Ducks one one more time.
0: All right. Well, that's uh, we find a final prediction for Oregon Ducks. We got out of the 12 games, they lose three. So that's looking at a 9-3 and three season.
1: I do think they win their bowl game and ending it with a 10-3 ten, ten season.
0: Okay, 10-3 season. I think Kayvon Thibodeau
1: goes day. pro. And uh, we have more defense filling in. And next year, once the new five-star quarterback takes over, then that's going to be our year because we don't have to run into some of the bigger names.
0: Yes, yes. So that's, uh, that's a wrap on the first episode of Tracy, which is con Lu's Con Conversations. Uh, so you can find myself uh, at con- <laughs> Instagram handle. That's the word I was trying to say. Uh, KC media 13. That is uh, where you can also find the show's announcement. You'll find uh, my podcast announcements or the camera chats. And uh, I, I know I have a Filipino name for my co-host, my brother, but uh, a Mr. Co-host, where can the people find you and find information about this show on social media?
1: So find me on my personal Instagram, Jack underscore B I T W find me on my, in, my vegan journey. Vegan follow me if you're interested in some cool Digimon, Pokemon, just any card trading game stuff at Portland Digimon, where I'm gonna be talking about this. I never know, so if we not follow all three, because I'll keep you entertained all the time. Give it your all, even if you suck.